What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. ESPN 730 Game. This is the Carolina Panthers Fancast, and I'm your host, Jarrell Wheeler. In today's episode, we're going to get into wrapping up the preseason and our thoughts on that. And then going into week one versus the Falcons. But first, the biggest news of the Panthers and every NFL team across the league are the cuts. The final 53-man roster has been delivered and cuts were made, players were waived, and we're going to get into that. So with the Panthers, the biggest names, well, really not the biggest names, but some of the names that we recognize and are kind of shocked by were the three cuts from the 2021 draft class, which was cornerback Keith Taylor, wide receiver Shaw Smith, and offensive guard Deontay Brown. Now, Keith Taylor Jr., that was the one that was surprising because he was a solid player for us, and I think he's a solid player now. And for us, in 34 games, he had 67 tackles, one forced fumble, two fumble recoveries, and six passes deflected. I'm pretty sure he would be claimed by somebody and hop back on a roster because, again, I do think he's a solid player. But that's just the nature of the game, man, is what you have done for me lately. And we got him out of there to clear some space for some other players. But it was just really shocking because I thought he would have, you know, at least stay another year or two. And, you know, just for him to contribute the way he did and have to get bounced like that, um, him and the rest of the roster or the rest of the cuts that we're going to talk about, hope those guys get another job. And Shaw Smith, on the other hand, we saw that coming. Because I remember everybody was just on Shaw Smith's head, including myself last season, ever since he'd been in the league, just wishing that he was going to take the next step. Some of the drop passes and all that kind of stuff. We saw that coming from a mile away. And he had 28 catches for us, 400 yards in 23 games, and he returned punts. Again, it's not surprising. And I think he could still redeem. He's still, he's still redeemable, I guess, his career is. And I think he'll get another shot. Deontay Brown, three games in 2021. All right, we ain't got to talk about that. We know he was out of there. And with that, three picks being cut from that 2021 class, the only leaves five players remaining from that class, which is, or who are J.C. Horn, Terrace Marshall Jr., who we are looking at, you know, to take more steps, Brady Christensen, Tommy Tremble, and Chuba Hubbard, which is cool because they all are solid players, and I think they all can continue to make the next steps forward in their career and contributing for the team. But the other names that... Everybody had their eyes on and caught everybody's attention as far as either being released 
or wave. This isn't the full list, but Demir Bird uh, was supposed to be the second, second stint with us. He was injured. He got to get an injury settlement, and he's gone. Offensive lineman Michael Jordan, he's gone. We saw that coming. Bumper pull, we saw that coming. Deion Jones, gone. I mean, he really just did. He really just pulled the grandpa from The Simpsons where he walked in, laid his hat, walked in the circle, and walked right out. That was pretty much him. Brandon Smith, who we picked up in 2022 in the fourth round, he's gone. Spencer Brown, running back, he's gone. Stanley Thomas Oliver, he's gone. Eric Rowe, he's gone. Cam Irving, he is gone. And those are the names that people really were talking about on social media. And just to see those guys have to make that exit. Again, some of these some of these good some of these guys are still young, so I feel pretty confident that they'll get picked up again. But the like one of the things about preseason just in general, is when you watch these preseason games, you kind of know when somebody's going to get cut. And I never forget it. When we played the Steelers in preseason back in 2021, I went with my friend. They had a punt returner. I think he muffed like three punts, dropped a, like a pass or something like that. And we both said, oh, he, he he's done for. He is done. And sure enough, Monday morning, that man was out. But just some of the mistakes and you see because everything is supposed to be vanilla just seeing what you can do in the game situation bump or pull i saw that coming back in the jets game when the jets kept running those tight ends and he missed the assignment and that tight end scored and just seeing stuff like that what can get you cut real quick because i never forget i heard dominique foxwell say this if you keep making the same mistakes you ain't playing and in this case in preseason you're not going to be on the team. And also, Michael Jordan with the, uh, the issues with the offensive line. We saw that. He was going to be gone. And it just sucks to see that. But that's the nature of the game. Because when it comes to talking about guys getting cut, it's really hard to talk about. Because really, we just talking about dudes getting fired. And in no other industry, no other industry that we have where we talk about guys losing their jobs and analyzing it and making the jokes and in some in some ways people praising and then talking about and criticizing the people who got fired and then praising the institution, right? Or the organization. And if you really think about it, we, we, we don't do this for anything else outside of professional sports because we're really just NFL, really. Because I never been somewhere like Chick-fil-A and stood in line to wait for my food and the employee at the counter messes up the order and then gives like a lazy my pleasure. And I never thought to myself, oh, she not about to be here that much longer. And I ain't never rooted for that person to get fired or anything like that. So it's just weird that this is the only place we do it because at the end of the day, these are guys living out their dreams so much sacrifice to come in and try to make a roster spot and we as the fans are looking at them like oh man i i don't i don't want this guy on the team i don't want this guy to eat i don't want us to pay him to play like that and i know i'm just going on but it's like you know at the end of the day these are still people and it just sucks to see somebody get cut like that that's why i couldn't really watch hard knocks like that when it came to like cutting people just seeing the projection on their face and immediately them calculating, okay, where am I get my next check? Where's my next job gonna come from? It just sucks to see that kind of stuff. And I ain't really I ain't really for 
support, if I'm just being honest. I mean, that's the nature of the game, what you've done for me lately, and it's only 53 spots. But just seeing the actual process of guys getting cut, it just sucks. It really does. But anyways, the only other Panthers news outside of the preseason stuff that we're going to get into, people are digging the photo blue jerseys, which I don't understand how anybody was hating on it because it looks way better than the lighter blue. And now on top of that, we signed Amir Smith-Marset, which I'm not understanding why this is a big deal. Because I mean, if you look at this dude's history, I mean, he's pretty much a journeyman at this point. And I've seen articles trying to get us hyped about his returning skills playing for the Chiefs, but it's like, alright, I guess that's cool. And as far as the preseason, our thoughts and what we think about how it went, 0-3 in the preseason, lost all the games. And it's not something to take so much stock in because it is preseason, but coming out of that, there are concerns for us going forward. And every week, it was pretty much the same thing. Offensive line, defense, and Bryce looking good. But the offensive line, don't got to harp on that too much because if he, especially with Bryce, because he is small, he's short with a small frame. It's going. It's, it's it's so important for us to protect them because we we gotta at least get this man through his first year, his rookie year, and the pass rushers, the real deal is coming in the regular season. So I just hope that we can protect him well to get him through the season, and so that we can have a productive offense, and hopefully the coaching staff can make some magic work so we can get the offense in line because. It all starts with the line and Bryce can't do nothing about that. And then on the other side of the ball, the defense, it just sometimes, well not sometimes, at various points, missed assignments, not good tackling. The coverage, the coverage was, was pretty straight from what I saw in all three preseason games. Again, the real day wide receivers are going to come out. These schemes are going to get complicated. So, again, coaching staff, hopefully they make that magic so that we can be legitimate, you know, because I think we, I, I don't think I saw any NFL poll for us to finish at the top of the NFC South. But if we can get our things together, we definitely can do that. So after the break, we are going to get into the Falcons game and what we think about going forward. So obviously you guys after the break, ESPN, 7.30 game, Panthers Fancast. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. And we're back. Carolina Panthers fan cast, and we're going to talk about the Falcons, who we play on Sunday at 1 o'clock. So, the Falcons ain't really much going on over there, really, and I believe ESPN has us to lose that game. But the thing with the Falcons, though, no real quarterback right now. They got Ritter out there, but it seems like they don't really believe in Desmond Ritter. Which is to our advantage, if we're being honest. But on the other side of that, B. John Robinson, he's going to be a problem. Him plus Algier and maybe Cordell at running back. But I know he's the starting kick returner. And now on top of that, Drake London, Kyle Pitts, John New Smith on the offensive side. Grady Jarrett on the defensive side. Calais Campbell. And then they got Jesse Bates, Adrian Terrell. AJ Terrell and Jeff Okuda, who was ever left in him, you know. But it might be a very tight game, but you know, last, well, the first time we played Atlanta in Atlanta last year ended with that DJ Moore bomb from PJ Walker, which we ended up losing that game because DJ took his helmet off and it just kind of just ruined everything. But it was an exciting game. So hopefully we get something, at least get something like that. But I think we can come up with the win on that one. Because, again, no quarterback. It's not going to be much of a change from, you know, using Kyle Pitts in London. But with Bijan coming in, I am kind of interested to see how they're going to use him and how we're going to counter that. And, you know, who's going to pick up Kyle Pitts what are we going to do about Bijan? What are we going to do about Drake London? And how will we attack Desmond Ritter at the quarterback position? Which I think shot total Brian Burns and them boys. I think we're going to get the pressure on him. And I don't think he's going to be ready for it. And I think we can get some sacks and make him commit some turnovers. I know Arthur Smith and them, they probably got a game plan to put him in a comfortable position. But I think we can disrupt that. I think we can disrupt that because if we can limit his time in the pocket, make him make some quick decisions, he he must not be that good because they're probably going to move on from him next season. That's really what I'm talking about. So I think we can expose a lot of their schemes and their weaknesses. And if anything, with their defense, they can probably give us a hard time. Because, again, with that offensive line, it all starts there. Because Grady Jerry's a dude. He's like that. And then with their defensive backs and our wide receiver core, hopefully our offensive 
staff, coaching staff, we can scheme up some stuff and get us in the best positions to put some points on the board. And that's really what it's all about. If we can get it done on week one, I believe we can have a great season. So going forward, again, defense got tightened up. Offensive line got to look good. I think we got a pretty good shot at winning and beating the Falcons because they kind of all over the place in a way kind of similar to us. But we got this, though. So that's all I got for you guys. I'll see you guys Sunday as we all want to watch the game and come back next week, reflect and what we think as fans. But this is the Carolina Panthers Fancast. I'm your host, Drew Wheeler, and I'll see you next week.